and welcome to BCFM Radio's official 10th birthday ceremony from City Hall in Bristol. Please welcome your hosts for the evening, Pat Hart and Harriet Robinson. We're live on the radio. Sorry, sorry. Hello, hello. Is everybody okay? So BCFM Radio first broadcast on this day 10 years ago. But that wasn't the start. Work was going on prior to this too with Radio 19, Commonwealth FM and a variety of other community projects that all led to the birth of BCFM Radio. Now there are so many people involved in these projects but as with every project somebody has to be in charge, take control and raise the funds as well to make it happen. So can we please welcome to the stage BCFM founders Phil Gibbons, Joanne Schofield and Carlton Remain. Ladies and gentlemen, Joanne Schofield. Hello. And Phil Gibbons. Phil Gibbons. And Carlton Romain. Wow. Thank you very much for, for joining us this evening. How does it feel being 10 years since BCFM started? It feels 10 years older. I'm greyer and more wrinkly, but this is amazing. This is just fabulous to see all of this. Carlton, for you, Commonwealth FM, lots of stuff going on uh, radio-wise years ago. How, how does it feel for you? 10 years. Well, see what you guys have done. I'm really proud of you guys. It's, uh, it's been worth the effort and uh, 10 years. Good. Uh, I can remember we were just chatting about it. It's, uh, yeah, I'm getting older. This is not good. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> say a few words for us, because, of course, without you guys, none of this would, would, would have happened, would it? Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you, Pat. No, appreciate that, and Harriet. Because you're quite right. It was, it was more than 10 years ago. It was, I was trying to work it out with Laura at the back there. I think it was nearly 15 years ago. Uh, in fact, Commonwealth was, what, 2002, 2003, 2004, when uh, community broadcasting really came into its own in the city of Bristol. We all know and love Bristol. It's a great place to be. And we thought, this is too good. We want to continue this and have a, a, an all-inclusive radio station that lets everybody, the underserved, the radio professionals, anybody who's anybody, to, to have a word. I could give you so many stories about the early days. So many stories. But um, there's one lady who's not here, Sheena. Her story, many of you will know. Her husband was dying from cancer. She'd been stuck in her flat for many years. She was listening to Radio 19 one day, and uh, we put a request out for a song that we didn't have. It's the old days when you used to have to actually have to have the records in the studio. And uh, she came all the way to our studio. She lived in the flats next door. And she came down and gave us that record. And somebody turned around to us and said, that's Sheena. She's been stuck in her flat for years. That's the first time we've seen her for many years. Six months later, when we did the next RSL, Sheena was co-hosting our breakfast show. Do you remember? Mm. She was fantastic. And Alec Milne here, whose wife died whilst we were broadcasting um, on Radio 19, came to the studio because he'd won a competition, has been involved for many years since as well. So since those early days, it's been absolutely amazing. I, I stepped back five years ago. And um, it was handing the kids over <laughs> to the new parents. And um, I've just seen it flourish, and I'm so proud that it's still going now. It was really hard work. What's really amazing to see is that 
that it's carried on. And, and I think when you build a really good foundation and it carries on and it gets even bigger and better, then that's something to be proud of because it was really... It, I mean, it's a big, big hole to, to not be involved in it anymore. But sometimes when you can just sit back and watch, and like I said to Harriet yesterday that coming to this event as a guest rather than organising it feels so much nicer, sorry, because <laughs> I, I know the pain that you'll have all gone through to organise this event, and it's just amazing. I feel really proud to have a little part in, in this um, from the beginning, and, it's, and I just thank you, Harriet, and Pat, and Carlton, and Phil, and everybody that's carried it on, because it's great. Wow. Thank so you, guys, applause, as well. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Joanne Schofield, Phil Gibbons, and Carlton Romain. Well done, guys. ECFM does represent all the communities in Bristol. It's a sanctuary, it's a place of refuge from the real world. It's given me the chance to talk about all the different parts of Bristol. It's the most diverse organisation, I believe, in all of Bristol. It's just been, uh, just been a very great experience. Yeah, it comes to studios, you can be just in a different place for an hour or two, it's a pure escape. BCFM is representing Bristol, and that's what BCFM means to me. Just do what you love doing. And also, playing music that you wouldn't usually hear on the radio or anywhere else. And I respect all, all the, the work that they do, uh, the different communities that they engage, the different organisations that they engage. It's the thing that uh, keeps, me, uh, keeps me going. Now, diversity is a word that constantly crops up when talking about BCFM radio. It means many things to many people, as we've just seen on, on the video. Now, Hilary Banks produces and presents Phoebe Sintin, so please welcome her to the stage as she explains her involvement with BCFM. Well, guess what? I was looking around to find what I could find of the old days, and I found the pitch that I made to Phil when he said yes. Phil said yes! <laughs> I didn't twist his arm up behind his back. I didn't intimidate him much. He said yes. Okay, well, when I came to BCFM, I was a semi-radio virgin. Um, and I had never done radio before, and I got the bug. I loved it. I loved choosing the music, doing the research for the stories, etc. Um, because, as Phil said, my show is content-heavy. <laughs> so I love doing all of that, and I love choosing the music. Now, BCFM Radio broadcasts in a number of different languages, and five years ago, BCFM took the decision to ensure that all foreign language programs were bilingual or multilingual, so as to make sure that the programs were inclusive and open to all communities. This move had some pretty amazing results in terms of increasing audiences tenfold and firmly placing BCFM Radio as the home of all communities in Bristol. Two of our foreign language shows are Arabian Nights and The Voice of Sudan. So please welcome up presenters Mohammed Makawi and Mohammed Al Sharif. Mohammed Al Sharif, welcome. Uh, Mohammed Makawi, welcome. Guys, firstly, what does it mean to be 10 years old? I think it's a journey, isn't it? I mean, I've been really involved in Voice of Sudan since the start of BCFM. But also, I think a lot of people who are involved, we. We started with Radio 19, which is about 17 years ago, Mohammed and I, working with really with Phil. We feel very proud now having BCFM celebrating 10 years, but also the diversity and the impact of this. Yes, it's 10 years, and when we started in the first day of uh, launching BCFM, 
same day, 10 years ago, 2007, we never thought we are going to celebrate 10 years after that. So it's, it's a big achievement for the community of Bristol and for even the ethnic minorities as well, I mean, to, for us to be involved with BCFM since, I mean, Voice of Sudan, one of the oldest, or one of the, the oldest, the oldest <laughs> uh, program in BCFM. But BCFM is not about uh, an individual. It's about all these volunteers who are giving everything to BCFM. Guys, thank you so much. Makawi and Mohammed Al-Sharif. Voice of Sudan and Arabian Nights. Thank you, guys. And thank you for everything you do with BCFM Radio. Okay. Now, respecting our elders is something that unites all faiths and cultures. But in our view, it shouldn't be taken for granted. The thoughts and experiences of those that have worked hard to provide us all with a better life are massively important and need to be heard and valued. The Silver Sound program began as a small project just five years ago with a one-hour broadcast every Friday morning. It became so successful that we had to have another hour to the show a year later. We added another day too, giving four hours of special programming for our older generation, mostly produced and presented by our elders too. Now, some of our more mature presenters were so good that we brought them on to other shows as well, like George Moss, who's a regular contributor to the One Love Breakfast, and Roma Widger, who began her own... Who, she began on Silver Sound and then got her own Wednesday morning programme. So now we'd like to get a few of them on stage. So I know we've got Penny Southgate here, George Moss, wrote with, there's actually loads of Silver Sound people. So uh, whoever's around, come up and have a chat with us. Let's start with you, Penny. Tell us a bit about how you, you got involved with Silver Sound. This is going to sound really, really corny. Go on. But I had a dream about making a radio programme and woke up and thought, OK. So I got in touch with BCFM. So it came from a dream? Yeah, it was. It was a dream, quite literally. And it's been the best thing I've ever done. I've loved it. Absolutely loved it. Guys, Mervyn Kemp has been with the station for how many years, Mervyn? Almost ever since it started. And before then, when we, uh, Phil and Joanne, organised the Love Bristol two-week event, and that was my baptism into broadcasting, and then into BCFM when it started. Now, your show is one of my favourites because it's so conversational, and you've interviewed my dad, I know, you've interviewed so many people, and um, I wasn't sure if I was going to mention this evening, but I think I really need to. Mervyn lost his wife last week. And I had no idea that he would be here tonight. And my eyes lit up when I saw him arriving here. Um, just to show his love and support for BCFM. We are a big family. And I know that, that Mervyn, I said to him, what, what a silly thing to say. I said, hi, Mervyn, how are you? Are you okay? And of course, Mervyn's not okay. But I hope in some way that being part of the BCFM team will provide some comfort to him because he's got an amazing family around him as well. Mervyn? It's a big help being a member of an organisation such as this and my wife has been in care for a year before that I was looking after her and my one escape to the real world was coming to BCFM on a Friday morning once a month uh, when I could get somebody to sit with my, my wife. Um, the inevitable has happened 
I'm coming to terms with it. It's going to take a long time. But this is part of my family life, and I love every second I spend with BCFM. They've done a lot for me. Maybe I've contributed something as well, but it's been good. Thank you so much, Mervyn. Thank you so much. Guys, really quickly, because we haven't got loads of time. George Moss, just a, a really quick sentence. Yeah, I'm so pleased to be on uh, Silver Sound and also the Wonder Breakfast. Uh, and it's enjoyment for me, but I know it's enjoyment for a lot of the listeners as well. It is, thank you. And we have good fun in the morning talking about football. Perry, I'm not giving it to you because otherwise you'll be ages. Uh, how about you? You interviewed a great, a great interview with DJ Derek, didn't you? And, and that was played on the BBC as well. Yeah, and I never ever dreamt what, what happened to him would happen to him after. But um, yeah, we did a great interview together. That, how many? Three years ago, that was. Three, three years yeah. ago. And you're still, in, you're still going strong. Yeah, I thought I'd run out of ideas, but I never have. And I'm, I'm st at least I'm not getting jokes from you about my jumpers all the time when I'm on my own. <laughs> to be fair, I don't like your jumper. Right, OK. And Jim Curry, uh, one, of the, one of the new recruits. Uh, you enjoying life with BCFM? Yes, I love it. I'm just a new boy, though, really, so I can't compare with all these professionals. But it's good fun. I love the diversity of it. Lovely people. Fantastic experience. Thank you. And uh, George Plates, how about you? Um, I started collecting records. I call every piece of music I have a record. I started collecting in 1957 when I was seven years old. And boy, have I collected some strange records and I share them with the BCFM audience. Hey. Guys, please, a massive round of applause for our Silver Sound presenters. Well done. Amazing. What's going on? It's Ruben that said. I want to say big up to anyone that came down to the opening evening and showed their love and support. Last week was a bang. Well, from our elders to our youngers, BCFM Radio is committed to giving everyone a voice. From our award-winning Kids on Air project, long-running Haven Scout radio shows and highly acclaimed Culture Mash series. Bristol's first community radio station is now proud to host the Scent Radio Show. Scent stands for Second Chance Entertainment and here from Scent are Mark Watson, a.k.a. Mixmaster M and Ruben. First of all, Ruben, what's it like watching yourself on a big screen and hearing yourself? It's horrible. <laughs> it took some getting used to, but it comes around. It's, it's all positive, so... You've got this project at Bagator. You're trying to empower young people, provide opportunities. So listen, what does it mean to have a radio show on BCFM? It's, it's amazing. It's nice to know that I'm out there and people's actually listening and wanting to get into music themselves because of what I'm doing. So I couldn't have done it without BCFM, to be fair. Happy 10th birthday, BCFM, from up our streets. Hi, BCFM from Borderlands. We just want to say a huge thank you to all the amazing work you do in Bristol. Borderlands is a charity working with refugees and asylum seekers, and we'd like to also thank you for the amazing support you've given us, hosting us on airtime and also during the um, campaign for the mentoring project. I don't think we've got nearly as much votes without your support. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Happy birthday, BCFM. Thank you very much, guys. Up our street and Borderlands and uh, the guys there. Now, shout out. It's our programme for and by the LGBT community of Bristol. 
and now even further afield because at the last count the programme airs on six different radio stations. Confirming even further our reputation for being innovators in the world of radio. So please welcome to the stage Shout Out presenter Auntie Shilton and members of the Shout Out team. So guys, listen, you're on six different radio stations. There is no show like it. Shout Out Radio yeah. uh, for and by the LGBT community. Yeah, it's very a proud massively of it. listened to show and you've got a massive team involved. I think... BCFM is special, and that's why it's warming to know that there's so many different cultures, religions, sexualities, genders, all involved in one place. Magic, Pat. Magic. Nearly five years ago, BCFM Radio made a decision to try and bring the city's various communities closer together through the launch of a brand new daily breakfast programme. A bold move for a volunteer organisation, bearing in mind the massive commitment involved. Daily news gathering and delivery, production, guests, hosts and of course planning. Initially, our then local rivals, Ujima Radio, were invited to be part and at first they declined and the One Love Breakfast began as a BCFM radio programme in September of that year. But it immediately began to make waves in the city. So three months later, Ujima Radio did join the programme and over the years the show has campaigned, inspired and worked tirelessly on behalf of the people of Bristol, winning numerous awards along the way and now helps to drive the news agenda of Bristol. This is largely due to the endless number of dedicated producers, newsreaders and presenters who wake up at 5am most weekdays to make the programme happen. So please welcome to the stage some of the shout-out team... One Love Breakfast team, oh, sorry, you mean? Breakfast. Oh, yeah. sorry, I was looking at the shout-out team. Uh, one Love Breakfast! So, we've been told to keep you right to the edge over here, and Ivan Jackson told me to keep it quick. Right. So, uh, hello. Hello. Uh, this is Victoria Tiley. She's the one that normally argues with me on Tuesdays. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, Colin Moody, you've been on it already. You're, you're, you're the hype man, one of them. We think this show is totally... Utterly... Brilliant. Oh, I like that. You, you rehearse. Thank you for a round of applause. Hey, yeah. uh, now, running a community radio station in Bristol isn't easy. Please carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Finding funding is even harder, especially when you have so many communities of interest that BCFM Radio caters for. Sometimes you have to cross over with other stations and compete for funding when there's little or none available. Now, it would be fair to say that BCFM's relationship with fellow community station Ujima hasn't always been without its challenges and disagreements. However, at BCFM we firmly believe that the radio landscape is better and richer with Ujima Radio as part of it. We've worked on some amazing projects together as many of our presenters appear on both stations and we've got friends and connections with both. And who can forget that wonderful summer's day in Portland Square when the One Love stage was hosted by both BCFM and Ujima at St Paul's Carnival, a day that didn't hit the headlines because there were just six arrests for minor public order offences. Good news often doesn't hit the headlines. Now, we're hoping to have DJ Style. Uh, can't make it. Uh, Paul Hassan, gone to the airport. Roger Griffiths, just left. However, we do have the lovely... Kizzy Morell on behalf of Ujima Radio. Come on on. Come on, my darling.
Now, Kizzy, I know you didn't expect to be speaking on behalf of uh, Ujima, of which you broadcast the show, um, but we wanted someone from Ujima on stage because, as I say, it's about community radio and it's about unity. So, go on. You got 60 seconds. 60 seconds. I love you guys. I love my radio station. I love the fact that they come together. I love the fact that we're all here together. This is a testament to what radio stations can do, bringing communities together, and that matters. Doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? It matters. Everyone doing all right? Now, broadcasting from an inner city area with a majority BAME population means that BCFM has an obvious commitment to many different music genres. None more popular than hip-hop and reggae. Troy the Hybrid Band was going to be with us tonight, but he's not very well. So we've got one giant. I was going to welcome two giants, but we've got one giant uh, of reggae music. Please welcome Mr. Reggae himself, Desi Rankin! Do you know what he just said to me? Not too long. Don't keep me on here too long. Desi, come. We wake up on a Sunday morning, whether we're going to church, wherever we're going, and I hear you saying, Good morning! Exactly. I love it. I know you've had a hard week, you have, mate. I saw you Thursday night at the Hatter. How is it you do the the reggae chart on a Wednesday? the Desi Rankin reggae show on a Sunday morning, it brings people together, there's soca, there's all kind of stuff. Uh, what does it mean being on BCFM radio? Well, it means I can broadcast the amount of music to a, a, a worldwide of people. Uh, BCFM is a non-stop station and I just love it right down to the heart. Round of applause, Desi Rankin, please, ladies and gents. Now, BCFM Radio is lucky to have some of the Southwest's most celebrated women broadcasters. In fact, only a year or so ago, our board of trustees was all female, and the impact statistics for our female broadcasters are second to none. Now, having great influence on future employment opportunities does, in fact, cause a problem at BCFM, because we're constantly losing our presenters to BBC and further afield. Three presenters, though, who we're lucky enough to still have on the radio are from The Real Women's Show. Please welcome Sangeeta Devan, Mary Milton, and Sherry Eugene Hart. I am a proud gay woman. Equality and integrity is at the heart of everything I do. I am a real woman. I am a proud Indian woman. I came here 20 years ago with the husband my family helped me choose. I know what it's like to be a stranger in a foreign land and to start my life again far away from home. I am Sangeeta Devan and I am a real woman. (laughs) I am a proud black woman. I'm married to an Indian man and have four beautiful children. Yes, that's me, and I am a real woman. (laughs) So I I think you get the point. I'm making the point generally that we are all real women and we represent you all. Tuesdays, 10 till 11, real women, Sangeeta, Mary, and myself, Sherry. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank you very much. Now, Bristol is known worldwide for its music scene, and BCFM Radio has championed the diversity of that scene with the Bristol Music Show, playing 100% Bristol music every Monday evening from 8pm. Ask any musician in the city, and they'll know about the Bristol Music Show. It's a show that gets more submissions than any other show on the entire station. There's now a TV show, too, airing on local channel Made in Bristol TV. Please welcome Bristol Music Show's Susie Purdy and her mate, oh, Harriet Robinson. Off you go. Hello. Hello. Um, we've actually only got 30 seconds because everyone else took too long, so tell everyone what the Bristol Music Show is and when it's on. Yeah, the Bristol Music Show, as it says on the tin, is a music show based around Bristol musicians and Bristol bands. It's 8 till 10 on a Monday. If you're a musician in Bristol, whatever genre, send it to us. As long as it's good, we'll play it. Susie Pearley, well done. Now, sport. It's an integral part of Bristol life. It brings people together unless you're red or blue. But even then, for a common cause like the fundraising campaign for little Oscar Pycroft, it united the city in raising thousands of pounds to help him walk again. Then there's community sport, disability sport, women's sport, and the list goes on. None of the mainstream media even bothered to cover grassroots sport in any great volume until the midweek sports bar came along. Neil Max launched the show on BCFM and quickly developed a team that influenced large organisations and grassroots clubs, but most importantly, put local sport on the agenda for all of the major broadcasters. Now, you'll hear Jeff Twentyman on the BBC talking to Warmley Rangers or Bristol Central Youth FC or a local disability rowing club on a regular basis, partly because Neil Mags and his team set the agenda. Please welcome, from the Midweek Sports Bar, Neil Maggs, and presenter of BCFM Sports Saturday, Paul Davis. You've been, I remember you being the Bristol Rovers correspondent on Eagle Radio with me a long time ago. Now you anchor the main sports show. Very quickly, what's it all about? Yeah, and basically, it's doing what we did before on Eagle. We are a sport and music programme, a fast-running sport and music programme. Somebody said to me once, spoil your programme on BCFM. It's a bit like Sky Soccer Saturday, Jeff Stelling in the afternoon meets Top of the Pops 2. Oh, very good. Good music. You hear when the goals go in. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't really like sport and football, you'd still have it on because you hear the music, yeah? And the other privilege we get from BCFM is I get the opportunity to go in midweek to Bristol City and Bristol Rovers and represent BCFM. And if it wasn't for you, Pat, and Phil, Phil Gibbons and Jan Schofield, I would never get the opportunity as a fan to watch my favourite football clubs in the city of Bristol for absolutely free and report on them. Awesome. He's got that commentator voice, hasn't he? Round of applause, Paul Davis, please. Now, Neil Maggs, uh, you call yourself a bit of a maverick. I'm just going to hand you the mic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Riffing it. I've got an eight-minute speech. Plan. No. Hang on. Stop um, it. So, uh, so, I'll look after it. it. Uh, so my thing is kind of community sport. I, I work in community sport and try and spread uh, awareness to sports and minority sports that don't get the same kind of focus. And... I think we've created a bit of a sea change, hopefully, in the city uh, by what I used to do is I used to turn up to an event, say, City Academy or St. Paul's Academy, a football tournament, and I would tweet Radio Bristol, Bristol Post, Sam FM, and say, where are you? You're not here. Um, and they didn't used to go, but now they do. So I think there's some of the BCFM has the ability to lobby the mainstream to kind of change what they do and what they cover, and hopefully that's beginning to happen now. And you'll see... Um, if you run a sport club and you're interested in getting any coverage, then do 
contact with the station because um, that's hopefully something that we continue to do. You want me to shut up? I don't just watched Ivan Jackson go like this. Well, uh, yeah. I ain't even got going yet. No, come on. Uh, we're going to end with a song anyway. Paul's going to sing. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the. Was it, what the what's the Whitney Houston song called? Neil, Neil Maggs. Thank you very much. Round of applause, Neil Maggs and Paul Davis. You see, you need to be quick on the microphone. I'd like to say a really happy birthday to BCFM. It's fantastic to see a community radio station that is doing so well. Um, my background is actually in community radio. That's where I learnt all the tricks of the trade when it comes to radio. And so I owe a huge debt to community radio for taking me in and ultimately meaning I've got the chance to work as a BBC radio presenter. So big up community radio, but especially BCFM. Here's to another cracking 10 years. Hello, I'm uh, David Aston of BBC Radio Bristol. Uh, a chance to say happy birthday to BCFM and Pat Hart and the team. But I always think, you know, when we've worked together over the last few years, especially, uh, it's a station that's small in stature, but big in its ambition, I always think. Big in the way it pulls people together from this great city of ours. And, you know, showcases the diversity and the talent that we've got. And we have worked together over the past few years. In so many projects, I remember we worked at the Bristol Balloon Fiesta, there was the Bristol Food Awards that we did, and of course simulcasting our programming joined St Paul's Carnival, which was a real highlight for us. And I think that's what's happened really with the programme that Harriet and Pat present and produce for us every week, showcases the highlights of the station. It's grown immensely over the years, so I mean to summarise it as far as Auntie B, the BBC, is concerned, I think job well done, and also give us a chance to say Happy birthday. BCFM, congratulations, 10th birthday. That's flown by, hasn't it? It really has, but congratulations to all the guys at the station. Uh, Pat, Harriet, Magsy, Nick Day, loads and loads of people do lots and lots of great stuff. You're really important to the community. It's local, it's happening, it's really important. Congratulations on 10 years, and here's the next 10. Go and do it, fellas. Tenth birthday, BCFM from me, Emma Britton, and everyone on the BBC Radio Bristol Breakfast Show team. I love your station. The range of programmes that you do is just amazing, and the people—so many good people, passionate about radio, passionate about Bristol. And I do know that Pat Hart has a sneaky listen to my breakfast show on his way in in the morning. He says I'm too funny. So a special birthday mention for Pat. Enjoy your celebrations. Happy birthday, BCFM, from everyone at St Peter's Hospice. Hello, Pat. Hello, BCFM. It's me, Chris James, and look, this chap here, Jack Rebors, wishing you a very happy birthday here on the set of Jiggy with Josie. In the year 2007, when Tony Blair stepped down and made way for Gordon Brown, you came on the air. Happy birthday, everyone. Another ten years on air. Take care. Congratulations, BCFM, on your 10-year anniversary. I hope there's many more to come, and it's a pleasure listening to you guys first thing in the morning. 
on the One Love Brekkie. Many thanks to all of you, both here tonight and via video or social media, who sent BCFM Radio a birthday message. We really appreciate your support, and we do value your listenership as well. And before we get involved and start our inaugural Bristol Diversity Awards... Um, we, I just wanted, we just wanted to hear from our elected mayor, Marvin... Oh, yeah, we are going to hear from our elected mayor, Marvin Rees. But first, we're going to hear from station manager and CEO, Pat Hart. Yes, thank you. All right, I'll try and whiz through this. People asked me to say a few words at our Christmas party, so I've kind of used some of that. So I want to thank you, our guests, volunteers, contributors and supporters. Last year, 2016, was a year of much sadness with the loss of so many iconic figures in music, film, television and sport. And of course, losses for some of us here tonight too. And 2017 has already sadly continued in that vein for many of us. I've said before that radio has got a way of communicating loss and bereavement in a way that no other media can because it can speak directly to you with no imagery, just words. And it can then stir your memories, thoughts, and imagination through music or poetry. BCFM are often part of this grieving process where we use radio to support, comfort, and remember. Now, the last few years have seen BCFM radio reach new heights in broadcasting. Whilst many have been chasing awards, BCFM have been making history and changing lives. Groundbreaking programs dealing with issues that others, like Magsy said, simply ignore. Top-rate music shows that rank amongst some of the best in the country, and a social media following that's the envy of many. We have a volunteer group that's focused and committed to BCFM's mission to create a voice for and a better understanding between our diverse communities. But diversity is not solely about race or faith. It's about age, gender, sexuality, disability, social class, and so on. There's no other radio station in the entire country that does what we do at the standard that BCFM do it. Other radio stations want and take our programming because of the high standards in which we operate. Other media organisations use our people, yes, BCFM people, because they know they've come from a professional outfit. In community radio, it's often easy to complain or even take our amazing radio station for granted. But rest assured, our reputation is second to none right across the city and in many places right across the world, as we heard earlier, from Sudan to Somalia and Somaliland, and of course from Bristol to Brazil. Who else could pull off such an amazing feat of not just broadcasting from Brazil, but also bringing an entire group of young people here too and looking after them with, with such style, love and class? How many of our BCFM people do we see on TV? How many do we hear on other radio stations or appear in press and newspapers? How many of our people are now working in other media organisations? How many presenters have come from elsewhere? and receive the support, training and confidence to go on to bigger things. How amazing is it that we've taken our very own One Love brand to TV and gained rave reviews? In fact, such good reviews that Made TV have now used that same format to launch their own programme called The Crunch. 
How amazing is it that our own shout-out team have had their first ever awards ceremony? BCFM Radio are an integral part of our city, and today we celebrate 10 years of broadcasting. March has been a massive month for us with a big fundraising campaign and a host of events that have already taken place. Operationally, though, we run on a shoestring budget, but our output is Sony Gold Award-winning. Of course we've got our faults, and some will argue that we don't do enough of this or enough of that. But what do we really expect from a charity that's got no paid staff, no core funding, no office space, and just two studios, a nice big one and a small one, and a band of willing, talented, amazing volunteers governed by a small band of directors? Many politicians and other media outlets have said that we punch far above our weight. I say far above our weight for what? I don't think that we do because we are now an integral part of our city. We've earned the right to sit alongside BBC Radio Bristol as the station that represents the entire city in all of its diversity. So let's continue that mission into the next 10 years and pat ourselves on the back for serving Bristol so well. Thank you. On behalf of the entire team at BCFM, I'd like to thank you all for your continued support. I thank Phil, I thank Joanne, I thank Carlton and the many others for creating this radio station. But I ask you all to remember that the next 10 years won't be easy for us. We're going to have to meet the financial challenges that we face with no core funding. It means that the city of Bristol can no longer take its community radio stations for granted. We need support, we need resources and most of all we need the recognition and acknowledgement that the offer of community radio, but specifically that of BCFM's diverse reach, has a measurable value and impact on the success and well-being of the people and the city of Bristol. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. Now, before we the a quick message from the box... So happy birthday to BCFM, and as I was reflecting just before sending this message, actually, I was presenting on BCFM in 2007. I used to have a show on Friday afternoons. I worked at the BDA, which is now Phoenix, just across the road, and at half 4.30 on a Friday, I'd stroll across the road and have my two-hour, I think it was, show on a, on a Friday evening. So um, good memories there, but 10 years, it's gone so fast, it's been absolutely uh, what an amazing uh, project. I, I think the quality could be up if Pat Hart would actually return a phone call when I called him. The number of unanswered calls I've had, uh, you wouldn't believe it. Um, but uh, nice to know things haven't changed since I've become the mayor. He hasn't got any better. <laughs> but uh, no, it's amazing. I just wanted to tell you, I absolutely know the worth of it. The number of times I've sat in this room and people have talked to me about engaging with the city, getting involved in consultation. Um, and I've said that you've got to talk to BCFM because they'll reach communities um, across language barriers that many of our big, uh, you, know, pub, you know, mainstream, if you want to use that term, broadcasters cannot or will not reach. And I certainly know the value of that and just had a very uh, fruitful conversation with the journalist outside about the misrepresentation of reality in Bristol. But that's for debate for another time. But it is, it is amazing. Again, back in the day when I was working with Mohammed Al-Sharif and we began to develop the idea of a health show, we had, uh, you know, with Mohammed 
uh, developed the Healthy Living Show as well, bringing in all the public health experts again, something that ran on amazing, you know, amazing intervention, good social value, good purpose. So I know all of that. So thank you for everything you've done. I'm really sorry I can't be there. I'm not in the country um, uh, at the moment, but it's amazing and I want to continue to support you in any any, uh, way I can. Now, thanks, Marvin. Now, some of you might be upset that Marvin's not here. I'm not, after that last message, to be fair. But every cloud has a silver lining, and our silver lining is the opportunity to bring to the stage Bristol Councillor and Cabinet Member for Neighbourhoods, Asher Craig. Well, um, I just wanted to say I'm really delighted to be here today Uh, to celebrate BCFM's 10th anniversary. Um, I'm not afraid to say that one programme I am sure to listen to on BCFM is the One Love Breakfast Show with Pat Hart, BCFM's founder, impresario, station manager, and, of course, the host of the show. As Bristol 24-7 said, delightful chaos is how you would describe it. BCFM is a great example of an organisation entirely run by a dedicated group of volunteers on a very tight budget, which I understand they raise through on-air advertising, sponsorship and a range of contracts with organisations including the council. BCFM is the beating heart of Bristol in that it represents the range of difference between and amongst the communities of Bristol which is why so many people love it, because of its representative nature and its relevance. The numbers back up local figures. Over 30,000 people listen to The Breakfast Show, and I understand that kind of peters out to around 10, 20 per day, uh, but you're doing good. For those of you who know Pat, he is no shrinking violet, and he will always call a spade a spade. BCFM covers all aspects of Bristol life in full technicolour through the medium of sound via the radio. Diversity and inclusion is the core of their work and their listenership is testimony to this. You may have heard of the term voluntary but not amateur, but that is certainly not the case with BCFM. By far, they run a very tight ship and you could align them with BBC and many other commercial radio stations. The only one that comes close is, of course, their sister station, Ujima, when you consider the ethos and values. I've been around for a very long time, so a decade for community-led radio station is a lifetime. When I think of those who have come and gone, but they are a great success, having already won a host of awards, including the Sony Gold Radio Academy Awards and many others, is a real force for good in the city. And Bristol is proud of your achievements and accolades to date and know that there are many more to come. I will go as far as crediting BCFM with helping to elect one of the most diverse administrations in Bristol's history which includes Europe's first black mayor of African ascent, my mayor and yours, Marvin Rees. This 
The station aired the live hustings that took place around the time of the election, and they were really well chaired by Pat, and I'd like to thank you for what you did. BCFM have kicked off a, a fundraising campaign, so please do all that you can to support either directly or helping to organise fundraising events uh, to keep your station going. I just wanted to also say, having sat down and kind of listened to what was going on today, I was so impressed by all of the programmes and the presenters and the volunteers. BCFM offers escapism, friendship, fun, information, support, access, inclusivity. Silver Surfers, Young People, your bilingual programmes, you truly recognise the diversity of this city, both with your news and views and the eclectic mix of musical genres which represents the city's cultures which are embedded in the city. I'm blown away by this and all that remains for me to do is to congratulate Pat and the team of volunteers at BCFM. We are truly proud of you and the impact that you have made and will continue to make in this city. Well done and happy birthday. Thank you very much, Asha. So then, let's give out the first ever Bristol Diversity Award. The category is the most diverse business. The nominations were OVO Energy, Bristol Sweetmark, and Little. And the award for most diverse business goes to Bristol Sweetmart. Sweetmart started as a small community retailer in St Mark's Road in the 1970s when the family came over from Kenya. It was one of a few places where food from all over the world could be purchased. Their father worked hard to expand the business, which he did. The brothers took over as planned after his passing. The growth and development of this once small retailer has grown into a community asset as it continues to support local organisations, businesses and local people. For the best diverse business, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sweet Mart. The next Bristol Diversity Award is for diverse organisation. The nominations were Borderlands, The Brigstow Project and Up Our Street. Oh, this is well deserved. The most diverse organisation is Up Our Street. We've got somebody from Up Our Street here, brilliant. Up Our Street is a community magazine from Easton and Lawrence Hill neighbourhoods. Four times a year, it is delivered to over 13,000 households. It has the community at its heart and features issues that other publications don't. It tells community stories in an inclusive way and regularly organises events and meetings, bringing communities together and making us stronger. For best organisation, this is Up Our Street. Guys, please feel free to say a few words if you like. Um, well, the staff team from Up Our Street couldn't be here tonight because they're busy running an event over at Bagata. So Sal and myself, who are on the board, um, are here to accept this. So we'd like to say a massive thank you to all of the team at Up Our Street for all their hard work. And also a massive thank you to BCFM, friends and neighbours and great supporters. Thank you very much. This is lovely. Well done, Up Our Street. Thank you. 
Well done. Now, remember, these inaugural winners came from a panel of judges based on public nominations, looking at a cross-section of protected characteristics and how an organisation or individual serves or represents those diverse communities. Now, the next Bristol Diversity Award is Individual Contribution. So the nominees for this were Christine Townsend, Darren Carter and Charmaine Lawrence. And the award for individual contribution goes to Darren Carter. Is he here? Ah, brilliant. The LGBT community is richer for having this person in it, what steamed from the realisation that the LGBT community were not celebrated in Bristol, Darren Carter, together with the support of so many individuals, took up the mantle and organised the first Pride Festival in Bristol, with no funding and just an idea. Yearly, he gives his time free of charge and has courted the support of a wider pool of organisations as Pride continues to gain momentum and recognition. Ladies and gentlemen, for individual contribution, we welcome Darren Carter. Thank you. Uh, well, quite an honour. Um, really humbled to accept this award and uh, really proud uh, that it's come from nominations and from such an amazing uh, community organisation uh, such as BCFM. I absolutely love BCFM, not just for, obviously, the wonderful shout-out uh, show for the LGBT community, but no matter what show I'm on, I always know that I'm amongst friends, and I think that's the wonderful thing about BCFM, that it is community uh, and so, so supportive. So thank you so much for the award, and thank you, and happy birthday, BCFM. Thank you very much. Well done. So two more to go then. Next is the Bristol Diversity Special Recognition Award, and the nominees for this were Leila Ishmael, Nick Ballard from Acorn, and the Bristol Cable. Again, another well-deserved winner. So the award for special recognition goes to Nick Ballard of Acorn. Housing and accommodation continues to be a bone of contention in Bristol as elsewhere in the country, where landlords can often call the shots and tenants are left with an impossible scenario. The organisation Acorn goes out of its way to offer a solution. They campaign on our behalf for fair rent. They challenge landlords, influence employers, stand up to authority in order to improve our neighbourhoods and our communities. In the thick of it all is Acorn. So, for special recognition, we welcome to the stage Nick Ballard. Well, thanks very much. I actually thought I was going to be nominated for the second uh, shiniest head in the, in the room after, after Pat. But... Um, so this was a bit of a surprise, but yeah, uh, thanks very much for everybody. It's amazing to, to get this on behalf of Acorn. Um, you know, like BCFM, we're, you know, we're a community organisation. We're fighting for um, better rights, better quality of life for everybody across the city. And I think that our ethos works very well with BCFM. We've always been really, really supportive of us from, from day one. So thanks very much. Happy birthday to BCFM, and here's to another 10 years. Thank you very much indeed. 
So, before our final award of the evening, we just want to announce again that the Bristol Diversity Awards are going to be an annual event with a 2018 ceremony book for Saturday, the 24th of March. There's going to be 25 awards to give away at a special black tie dinner. So put the date in your diary now and listen out for details of how to nominate in the coming months for the Bristol Diversity Awards 2018. So the final Bristol Diversity Award tonight is a Lifetime Achievement Award. Let's first hear some background on tonight's recipient. He was born in Essex in 1937 into a city where black people were pretty much non-existent and racism was fresh, raw and ignorant. He had no black friends to relate to, had to endure mocking and name-calling from teachers, neighbours and strangers and there was no law to protect him. Thankfully, he was too young to recognise the racism and inequality that he was to spend his life fighting. Ironically, it was this very racism that was the catalyst that catapulted him into the international spotlight. The start of World War II took him as an evacuee to the rural village in Essex, where the peace of the countryside became his playground. He made good relationships and was able to find faith in humanity. In 1953, he followed his mum into the army and joined the RAF. There, he learned about people, comradeship and difference. On one occasion, the Queen Mother flew in at the training camp where he was a young NCO on duty. Later, the Queen Mum approached him, shook his hand and asked him where in America he came from, only to realise after hearing his voice that he spoke better English than her. After leaving the army, he qualified as a youth worker, and in his career, he was a teacher, a national youth officer, a community development officer, a sports development officer, and a senior officer of the Commission for Racial Equality. He played a pivotal role in developing the Notting Hill Carnival after the Notting Hill riots, and hosted Muhammad Ali after inviting him to his young people in audience. This man, if you haven't guessed, is the most famous for taking on the Bristol Omnibus Company together with the black community by organising the Bristol Bus Boycott in 1963 after the company refused to employ black workers. They forced the bus company to change its racist policy. This momentous event also led to the UK's very first Race Relations Act. This was to become the start of a lifetime of campaigning work, challenging prejudice and discrimination and working for equality and parity. Among Paul's many accolades, he has received from an OBE from the Queen, the Freedom of the City from Bristol, an honorary Masters from the University of the West of England and an honorary Doctorate from the University of Bristol. Paul is recognised by the United Nations, known and respected by the American civil rights movement and governments worldwide, and loved by the people of Bristol. Today, it is our greatest pleasure on behalf of BCFM to award Dr. Paul Stevenson OBE a Lifetime Achievers Award. Well done, Dr. Paul Stevenson. And... He's here this evening. Asha. Sir, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. And I was thinking 10 years, 10 years recognition in race relations. Well, I've done 50 years. (laughs) And, And I'm feeling it. 
But um, I wish, wish you all well. It's going to be a hard 10, 10 years, harder than you've been through. I believe that you have the resilience and the feeling that I'm trying to think of the word I'm using. But I'm going to say hope. Don't mess around with that word. Your children, your people will turn to you in hope. We must not let them down. It's great to be here this evening. And I was thinking we have Marvin, the new Peter Scolding. We have a, a place in history in Bristol. And the young people coming up now who are primary schools are going to look to you to give them hope and sense of belonging. Or if they lose that, you've lost everything. I wish you a happy birthday. And be ready for the challenges that are coming. They're going to become swift and challenging. But I feel you're more than equipped to deal with it. Thank you very much. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen OBE, thank, thank you so, so much. Congratulations, sir. It's an absolute honour. We've got them. Thank you so much. And look at that, sir. Standing ovation for you, too. Amazing. Amazing. Well done. Thank you. And also, Councillor Asher Craig, thank you so much as well. Wow. So, so that concludes our 10th birthday celebrations and the Bristol Diversity Award. So thanks to all of you who have taken part and attended this evening, and especially our army of amazing volunteers and their families who have worked tirelessly to make this happen. We salute you. Let's give, out, let's give you a round of applause, BCFM. Army of volunteers, you've been absolutely amazing. I think that's it. Maybe we should just let people know before they run off that we've had a very beautiful cake made for us at the back yes. of the room. And even though it does look gorgeous as it is, oh, and it's on fire. It's on fire. We probably should eat it and enjoy it, right? Exactly. Shall we sing happy birthday to BCFM? Okay. All right, you ready? After three. One, two, three. Happy birthday to... That's our tune. Go on. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. BCFM. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everybody, for your love and support. Good night. Have a safe journey home.